hey, this is Trevor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now. But if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Trevor, call me back. All right. But give me like an hour, okay? I'm going to watch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch an hour's worth of Gino highlights, okay? Gino from Vancouver. Rest in peace. For real. Rest in peace. I'm going to watch those highlights. Watch some fights. And let's talk about it. Begsy, my guy, what's up? How you doing, brother? Uh, uh, yeah, no, for me, it's, it was a crazy weekend in sports, man. Uh, but I think first and foremost on my mind is just uh, rest in peace, you know, you know? Yeah. I was an absolute legend, uh, gone way too young at the age of 52, and he just he just bled for this franchise, man. Like literally, <laughs> he bled for this franchise. He put it all, all on the line every night. And I know he was a bit before our time, you know. Like I, I remember starting watching hockey like in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. So he wasn't a Canuck by then. But uh, yeah, I think he just he just epitomized everything it meant to be a Canuck. And uh, it's uh, it's sad he's gone too soon. He he was a guy like when I was covering the media games too. Like I'd see him in the elevator. I'd see him in the in the Canucks alumni booth. He was always at games too. So yeah, I was always around the team and uh, loved the city and. I think right now it's just a stark contrast to what you're seeing on the ice of right now. Like guys don't really seem to be playing for each other, um, and that's really who Gina was. He just played for his teammates and gave it all. Yeah, he played for the city, man. He he was proud to be from here, and he was proud to drop the mitts and fight for the city. But of course, it was for the team and Pavel Bure and defending him, but. He did it to rep the city as well, you know. He made a he made Vancouver a cooler place for real. For real, gave us gave us some more muscle. We were proud of that side of our life, right? Our, our toughness. We could kind of just get all our toughness from Gino at the time. I'm assuming because when I watch all the videos, right, it's it's apparent that this dude was beyond superstar stardom. It was. It was like, yo, this this dude's a god, <laughs> you know, for real. Because it was, yeah, it gets that loud when you're watching those YouTube highlights, and it makes sense, you know. People are riled up, and Vancouver, early '90s, <clears throat> Canucks, swaggy team, swaggy jerseys. People were proud to be Canucks fans, and then you have this dude who's just dropping the mitts every single game, repping the city, fighting for the city. We we like to think so, you know. Again, it's for the team, but. Damn, he's doing it for us. He's doing it for Vancouver, and he's dropping the mitts. He's bleeding for Vancouver. And, yeah, we didn't get to experience any of that at all when we entered the, the world of being Canucks fans. But it's uh, it's always it's always pretty special going back to those highlights. It just, it just doesn't make sense, but it does at the same time. The dude was beyond loved, and rightfully so. He's doing the most, literally, fighting for the city. Who, who does that? Who does that? Who fights for the city like Gino? Nobody. We ought to do more. Yeah, exactly. We ought to do more of that because, hey, one thing I've realized, you know, spending more and more time on the phone, right? Addicted to the phone. A lot of people vocally, just vocally trash the city and its people. And Gino would never do that. That's the the energy we don't need for real. For real. Yeah, for sure, man. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely had a couple of Genos on my mind this weekend, right? Uh, with Gino Ojic and Gino Smith, and uh, you know now I'm now I'm in the same boat as you, Kyle. I'm uh, I'm now sad about uh, my my NFL team and how things transpired. But anyway, it was funny when I was watching the game on Saturday. 
I, I cracked a beer at the beginning of the game. I'm all amped up for it. I'm like, I'm only going to crack a second beer if the Seahawks are in the game at halftime. And, and what? And lo and behold, the Seahawks not only are in the game, but are leading at halftime, 17-16 over the 49ers. And I was juiced. You know, I was juiced. You know, Gio was making plays against that San Fran defense. I think the Seahawks defense is just enough to frustrate Brock Purdy. I think he was like 9 for 19 maybe at halftime. Um, some things are happening, and then obviously it all went to shit in the second half there. But uh, I'm proud of the Seahawks for, for the, the season, considering that nobody thought anything of them. But it was a pretty bitterly disappointing way to lose. So, yeah, I, I don't know if you have the sad music queued up, but uh, I now feel your pain, brother. I now feel your pain. At least you guys won a half, you know, or played well. <laughs> it happens, bro. You know, yeah, when, when hang I won, the banner, hang the banner. When I saw the highlights of that game and the final score, damn, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I got a little happy knowing that the Packers weren't playing in that game. Does that make me a wimp? Probably. Okay, am I feeling low when it comes to my self, self-esteem, sorry, and my hope towards the Green Bay Packers? Of course, of course. Look at me. I, I'm, I'm thanking the fact that we didn't make it to the playoffs because – it would have hurt more to not only lose again to San Fran, but again, just lose a fucking meaningful playoff game. It just, those ones sting. So I kind of sort of not really feel for you, but it is what it is. It is what it is. It, this is the Seahawks did way more than anyone expected. Geno Smith did a lot more. He just resurrected himself. He became the best version of himself we've never seen this genome before and he did the impossible real talk real talk he did the impossible another dude doing the impossible and again according to highlights and i've only seen it once this year and i saw it against the packers is daniel jones that dude is Woo. that dude's cool man that dude's got to be everyone's favorite football player because he just seems relatable as fuck like we could be daniel jones Maybe not, yeah, as, maybe, yeah, not as tough, maybe not as tough as him because that guy, that dude's tough. That dude's fucking tough. Yeah, he took yeah. some hits in that game, bro. He took some hits. Like he he runs the ball and you, you don't see him. Uh, I don't know if I I didn't watch every single second of that game, but I don't I didn't see him once in that game slide uh, to to get a first down or, or to get yards. He is going balls to the wall every time when he runs the football. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of respect for the way. Daniel Jones fun the weekend. I picked the Giants in that game, so I actually all my picks have worked out so far. I think you know the the, the Niners, the Bills, and the uh, uh, the Bengals winning. None of those are real surprises. Although I think you know the Bills and the Bengals probably don't like how close those two games were. But uh, the other ones, uh, the Jags beating the Chargers and the Giants beating the Vikings, those are both close games. And with the with the Jags and Chargers in particular, like I don't think anyone saw the game playing out that way. Holy hell, I stopped watching. I stopped watching, bro. It's like 20 nothing or something. I'm like, oh, fucking Trevor Lawrence is three picks. Like, this game's over. I'm not watching. Next thing you know, I'm watching a movie with uh, with Hannah, and it's like 30 to 28. And I'm like, holy fuck. But I wasn't going to make Hannah turn off the movie, you know, just to watch a football game. That doesn't really matter. Especially after watching the Seahawks for three hours. So, yeah, yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy week of NFL football. And, uh, yeah, I'm proud of another Trevor, man. Another Trevor getting the duck, you know. Another to the Trevors. Another Trevor. Getting it done. Four interceptions in the first. Was it the first quarter? And uh, uh, it was three in the first quarter for sure. Yeah, uh, and yeah, the fourth one came. I think in the second. Yeah, just a lot of a lot going wrong early. But the Jaguars did the possible. I was I was about to say the Jaguars did the impossible, but the Chargers are just that squad that can't get it done. Very similar 
to that team here on the West Coast. For real. For real. Like, they're having another one of these seasons, and nobody really is surprised. Really. They're not that surprised. I, I think the market, based on what I'm seeing, based on the fans that I'm following, nobody's really surprised what's happened. I think some people had hope, but even those who had hope seen, you know, seen the product and seen the results, and everyone's like, okay, yeah, obviously, look at this, look at that. We fucking suck. Nothing's changed. And speaking of nothing... Nothing changes. Holy, holy, Jim Rutherford probably pulled off the most iconic press conference in some time. Because based on a lot of the tweets that I'm seeing out of out of the afternoon, I'm just I'm just in fucking shock because the dude sounds a lot like Jim Benning, and it's <laughs> it's so scary. To I, I think that might be a stretch, but there there are elements of it in there for sure. There are yo. Of course, he's more savvy and he's more brutal and he's doing a lot of ruthless things with Boudreaux and Tockett and blah blah blah. Like he's obviously obviously not happy and he knows there's a lot of things wrong here. He sees he sees that and he's saying that he's more blunt about things. But don't think that he can use the word retool here and think it's gonna work when everyone everyone sees it. Everyone sees the hell that they're in with their contracts. They know it too. Pretty much stating that it's going to be impossible to get out of this. And it just seems as if the most obvious route is a fucking rebuild. It's, and he's using the word retool. NHL players getting in return. What? What are you talking about NHL players? You want NHL players? Dude, what? Come on, dog. Get those picks. Blow it up. But yeah, I'm just, I'm hurt. I'm all over the place. Take it away. <laughs> yeah, I, for your comment about Jim Benning and Jim Rutherford being, uh, you know, this is cut from the similar cloth. I think, yeah, that was one of the big things from it is we've seen in the city before, we've seen Jim Benning try to accelerate things by, you know, trading for guys who are a little younger and have it worked out. And it's just like painstakingly bad deja vu that's happening right now with uh, another Jim saying the exact same thing about what's going to happen with the bank if it's not going forward. And the city is fucking tired of it. Yeah. Um, I know like Jay Janauer kind of laid that out when he asked brother for one of the first questions of that press conference saying like the fans have been through this before and Rutherford still doubled down on yeah oh we want to get NHL players oh yeah we want to get draft picks too yeah. but it's like it's the same thing you know it's, draft picks are an afterthought and they're just going to yeah. try to do things the shortcut way the quick way instead of the proper way and uh, you know until we start hearing or seeing different things from this organization why the fuck should anyone pay attention to the team Oh, dude, where did that come from, man? That was a dagger, bro. That one came out of nowhere, dude. The last part there? Why the fuck should anyone watch this team, bro? You got a family to feed, okay? For real, this team. I'm not, it's not, that's not good for my own personal brand, you're right? But uh, I just got to tell the truth to you, bro. No, no, great for your personal brand, bad for your family. It is what it is. <laughs> Holy. I'm sorry, family. It's okay. Sorry, it's okay. No, that would, yo, dude, like, I was glued into what you were saying. Everything was smart and true. And, you know, you were articulating how I was feeling. And then just at the end there, bro, that, just, that was hilarious, bro. Why the fuck should anyone watch this team? Trevor begs, yo. Well, it's been 10 years of the same shit, man. And it's, uh, I don't got to say that for uh, you to know it. It's not news to anybody, but it's just, we've been playing this, we've been doing the same song and dance for, a decade now and it's just disheartening to see that you know barring something drastic nothing's going to change now 
you know, if you want to have glass half full, which I think we, you know, I've, I've emptied that glass too many times, do that too much in the Jim Benning era. Um, you know, maybe maybe this manager group, group just makes the right moves and acquires the right young players, but it just seems like the wrong strategy. Yeah, there you go. That's that's a good way to look at it too, and I think it would be wise for them to maybe play the card if, if that's the if that's the case. Like they're gonna actually, you know, pull through what what they said. They're gonna go for go for players and draft picks, not draft picks and players, but they're gonna nail on their assessment of these players and whoever they get is going to work. Because when Benning was pulling off those moves where it was players over draft picks, he struck out on 99, 99.9% of all those deals. For real. Like, yeah. It's, it, pretty much, it pretty much never worked. I, you can think of a couple of minor victories, but it pretty much never worked. Yeah. Especially on defense. I only worked once on defense. The guy couldn't scout a good defenseman if his fucking life depended oh, on it. Trevor, man. Trevor Banks, dude. Yo, holy shit, dude. That's what I'm saying, bro. You should... If Jim Rutherford fucks this up for the city, yo, I don't want to see another Jim in my life. I'm talking if I'm... If I'm at the bar, I'm playing some beer league, and there's some cool good, some cool dude on my team, right? There's a cool dude on my team, and he happens to be named Jim? Bro, I don't trust that guy, yo. For real. If Jim Rutherford fucks this up, I will never be friends slash affiliate myself with a Jim again. I don't care, dude, because I can't trust you. I can't trust you. It's what it is. Yo, Trevor, bro, go back to work because, dude, man, for real, go back to work. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my day job and make money because I'm, I'm, I'm not doing well in the, uh, the side business by saying that people shouldn't watch the Canucks. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Yo, it's the truth. I just want this team to be good, man. I'm just sick of writing about bad hockey. Yeah, dude. For real. Because think about it, man. They're being assholes, bro. You go to the rink to watch these games and whatnot. That, that could be time where you're, you know, reading a book to your daughter. So think about that, Rutherford. Come on, man. Yeah, 100%. Y'all just, just hurting people, man. Ruining relationships, man. Okay, peace. Yeah, peace, bro. Peace.